Hello and welcome to the Promotion Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Wells. And currently we're doing this, this series on firefighter fitness. So the Promotion Playbook Podcast is all about helping to support you on this path to your promotional test, whether that be in the fire service or public safety or um, corporate or military, whatever it is, I'm here to give you the tools and the strategies and interview the right people to help guide you on your path to promotional test success. Currently, I'm doing a series on firefighter fitness, and I'm doing this because I'm taking on this big challenge of running a 100-mile ultramarathon that's only a few weeks away. And so instead of trying to focus on, on firefighter promotional tests, I, I decided to direct it towards this race because it's taken up a lot of time and energy and effort. Also, my main reason I'm running this race is because I want to test out these concepts and these theories and then put it into a workbook called the Capacity Pyramid. So if you're interested in finding out more, you can reach out to me on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook under Joshua Wells. I also have the page called The Promotion Playbook. You can go to The Promotion Playbook. You can go to Joshua Wells on Facebook, or you can email me. Right now, my personal email is joshwellsaz at gmail.com. And I welcome your emails if you want to get some of the templates that I'm going to be sharing with you. And again, the goal is by, by September, by the next few weeks, I'll have the outline and all the frameworks for this book that you can put into practical action. And then um, by the end of the year, have it published. The Capacity Pyramid, it's similar to this promotion playbook, but it's all about optimizing health and wellness and fitness in a simple, straightforward concept so that you can optimize your physical performance. So we're starting off by going through the seven strategies. So if you're, if you're, um, you know, if your, your primary goal is a promotional test success, this will help to optimize your energy, but it's also going to help you to apply the seven strategies found in the promotion playbook. So to cover the three areas in the promotion playbook is that there's three groups. There is story. You have to control the stories that you tell yourself and that you tell other people. That's why the promotion playbook, the first half is written in story format. So you have the story, you have strategy, which is the seven strategies, which is what I'm going to cover in. Um, I'm going to start covering in the next seven episodes. And then you have the four skills. So the four skills are study, speak, write, and apply. Those are the skills you need. So you need all of it. You need a good story. You need to work on good stories. You need a, a solid mindset and strategy. And you need to have the best skills. Stories, strategies, skill set. And you need to master all those. So today I'm going to talk about strategy number one. And for the recordings, I'm going to... Uh, my current plan is that I'm going to do I'm going to do a post every day, and so each day you're going to see a lot of content from me. It's all going to be about fitness, so you'll see it tagged as the fitness. If you want to go back and see some of the interviews on um, specific on promotional tests, you can go back and listen to those or watch those interviews. But this series is all about optimizing your fitness. So strategy number one is about commitment. It's choose your path. So the seven strategies consist of 
you metaphorically is it takes you on this path to your promotional test. So at the end of this path, ideally you're going to reach the summit and you're going to celebrate the summit and that's the peak. So you kind of picture yourself in a valley, you're looking up at this mountain and you can't quite see the top. You just know that there's a big mountain up there and there's this desire in your heart to reach the top of that mountain peak. You look at the mountain and up there represents your um, the success, your successful promotional test or the achievement of your goal or the, whatever it is in life that you're, you're hoping to accomplish. The metaphor here is that you're, you're standing at the beginning of this path and you look up towards the top of the mountain and that's where you want to be. If it's a promotional test, you visualize yourself standing up there with your fam, surrounded by your family at your badge pinning ceremony and uh, you know, finally receiving the, the, this promotion that you've worked so hard to obtain. It's in the area of fitness. Maybe you've, you've been able to pull off a big fitness goal that you wanted, or maybe financially, or maybe with your relationship, you have a breakthrough with your marriage or you, or you get married or you, or you find your soulmate or whatever it is, the path is you look up on that mountain peak and that's the goal that you're after. In this context of fitness, for me right now, it's a 100-mile ultra marathon, and me finishing that race in 31 hours and getting this belt buckle. So I look up there, and on this path is seven different strategies that are going to guide me towards this um, towards this path. I tell you what, I'm actually going to give you. I'm going to mention the first one, but I'm going to go ahead and lay out the seven strategies. I'm going to give you all the seven strategies so that you can understand it. And then the takeaway from this is if you want a visual, I've got this, this visual printout that shows the seven strategies, I'll send that to you. It's all in the promotion playbook, but I have a nice, a nice image that just kind of shows like a mountain peak and then these seven different strategies. So each of the seven strategies starts with the letter P. And it, it talks about that's kind of like the, the metaphorical place on this path to your promotional test. With each strategy, there's also a value or a mindset that goes with it. So the first one is path, is that choose your path. And, and the, the value that goes with this is commitment. So you need to choose a path. You need to commit to a certain path that you're going to follow. Once you choose this path, then you must commit to the path and you must follow this commitment with a commitment of time, money, and effort. Time, money, and effort. There's a saying from the Bible that says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so you must commit and you must commit wholeheartedly towards reaching this summit, knowing that there's no guarantee you're going to get there, knowing that there's going to be adversity, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be challenges, you're going to face um, you're going to face criticism from others. You're going to face criticism from yourself. You're going to face doubt. There's all this stuff that's going to happen, but you need to commit and commit with, with full-hearted resolve that whatever it takes, you're going to get there. So that's number one is commitment. The path. Path is number one, and the value that goes with that is commitment. Number two. So strategy number two is proximity. Proximity stands for surrounding yourself with the best people and surrounding yourself with the best place to ensure that you give your best chance of reaching your destination. 
So proximity is a mix of people and place is that you choose your team and you choose people that are going to support you and guide you on this path to your, your successful promotion or the goal that you're going after. So proximity. The value that goes with that is community. So you have proximity and with that is community. You need to build a community that's going to support you on this path. And that's part of what I'm here to support you with is that I'm here to guide and support you, give you the resources, introduce you to the network of people that's going to support you, and hopefully be a, a just a, a guide for the right people that are committed to walk this path. So we've got, got the path where you're committed to the path. Next, you have that you surround yourself by creating a team roster. So in the promotion playbook, there's a practical tool, which is a simple one to two page writing assignment that goes with each of these. So the first one is you choose the path that you're going to take, choose that path and go on that path. There's a million different paths. Well, not a million. There's, there's a lot of different routes you could go with your career, with your, your goals, but choose one and commit to it. Next is surround yourself with the best people and the best places that are going to support you. You also need to cut off the people and the places that are going to take you away from that goal. Number three is you need to define the prize. The concept here is clarity. You need to have clarity and you, <clears throat> you need to get very specific on what it is that you want. The goal, um, the, the exercise here is the one target and the four skills. So you pick one thing, what's the target, and then what are the four different skills? And this starts to get into the skills that are required for your promotional test. This is also going to be the framework going into the next book of the Capacity Pyramid, where I talk about these four pillars of optimum health that you absolutely must apply to get the best, the best from your physical body. So prize, define the prize. You don't want to have just a general vague description. You want to be very specific and you want to have measurable targets and outcomes on it. Um, clarity. So you need to have the prize. You need a clear, specific prize in place. It's kind of like when you look up at that vision up on the mountain peak, maybe you can't see all of it. You don't know exactly what it looks like, but you want to visualize in your mind what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, who's going to be there. Um, why is it that you're doing it and have this vision that you're going after of what it looks like to be successful. Next one is plan. So strategy number four is you need to have a plan. So what is your plan? Um, and be very specific on a plan to get there. You make your plan. You also need a plan for contingencies. So you should have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and you need to write out your schedule, your calendar, and you need to block out that you're giving yourself enough time to ensure the success of your outcome. Something to consider is that most, most of the time that you take on a project, most people grossly underestimate the amount of time, energy, and effort it's going to require to get there. So it's common, our metaphor of being on a path, you're looking up at this mountain peak, and you can probably look up there, imagine it's a sunny day, you can look up, you can see the top of the mountain, and you're like, oh, hey, I could probably get up there. You know, I could get up there in no time at all. It'll be a fast, quick hike. I'll just make it up there and I'll just bring a little bit of water and uh, maybe a granola bar and I'll be fine. And come to find out it takes 10 times the amount of time and energy and effort to get there. And it's a lot longer than you think. So when you plan, realize that 
you should have a very comprehensive plan that allocates your time, your money, and your effort towards your best success. Have a plan for how you're going to spend the money. Have a plan for how you're going to allocate your time. Have a plan for the resources and the people and everybody that's going to be on your team. So number four is have a plan. The value with this is consistency. I don't encourage a home one strategy. I don't want you to go up for your promotional test and just hope that you, you get lucky or hope that you knock it out of the park with a home run. Is that the plan that I encourage is that of simple, small, consistent steps. Consistency is king. So that's number four. So looking back, start of the path, we have the, you choose your path. Next, you choose the proximity that's going to best support you. Third is you get clear on the prize, clear specific prize. And fourth is the plan. Consistent plan and you plan accordingly. So those are the four, four tangible pieces. Now the next is purpose. So you need to be driven by a purpose. The value that goes with that is conviction. You need to have a ruthless, heartfelt, emotional, uh, soul-driven conviction as to why it is that you're testing for this. This gets into the bigger picture is that you look beyond your career and you look at the impact on your family, your faith, your fitness and your finances and how does this how does your success or failure impact these four areas you need to feel the pain of potential defeat either defeat of if you don't prepare or maybe you can leverage the pain of adversity you've had in the past maybe you failed a, a test in the past and it's something you don't even want to look at but if you face that pain you're going to find power so um, per the promotion playbook, you access your why by this mix of pain and pleasure. What's the pleasure you'll experience when you reach that peak? And what's the pain if you don't? The pain of defeat, the agony of defeat on one side, and the, the victory, the joyous, triumphant victory on the other side. You get these together. It's kind of like if you picture like a big cauldron. Like um, you kind of picture like a wizard or someone mixing up this like cauldron of, of some magical potion or, or some powerful jet fuel force. And you throw, picture this big cauldron, this big pot that's boiling over and take all that pain, take the criticism, take the heartache, take the doubt, take the setbacks, take the failure, take all the reasons why you can't do it and throw that into that pot. And it's going to give you rocket fuel if you harness it. Now, don't just dwell on the hard stuff, but also imagine the look on your your uh, your kid's face when you get that promotion or your wife or your your parents or your siblings or your friends or your peers is like, think about how cool it's going to be to get that promotion or to pull off that goal and all the people you can in in inspire with your success and go ahead and throw that in the cauldron also. So you kind of picture this big, you can just brew up this, this rocket fuel that consists of of the pain and the pleasure. And as you're going through your pre preparation for the test, let's say you have a training day and you totally screw something up and it goes to crap on you and you feel terrible, good, use it, it's fuel. Let's say you have a day that goes great, good, use that. Whatever it is, good or bad, painful, pleasurable, positive, negative, mix it together. And ultimately you're gonna have this, this heartfelt, 
committed purpose as to why it matters for you. I mentioned for me, um, what really drives me to complete this 100 mile run is that I hate seeing firefighters suffer with heart disease, with cancer, with diabetes, with metabolic problems, with depression, with PTSD, and all these all these ailments that a lot of a lot of these stem from metabolic um, problems and so alcoholism, addiction, drug addiction, all this stuff. And I hate to see suffering in the world, especially within our fire service community. So um, my goal with this race is not to boost my ego or to um, even because I like running that much, but it's so that I can test out these concepts. And if, if I can complete a hundred mile run being six foot four and 235 pounds, 225 pounds um, after being a college lineman, I'll be 43 years old. Like I believe I can inspire others and test out and prove the concepts of what I'm gonna share with this capacity pyramid concept. So my why is bigger than just me. It's a saying that if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not your why. I guess another uh, reason is, as I mentioned in the previous episode, my dad's currently dealing with cancer. I also know a lot of firefighters dealing with cancer and uh, it, it breaks my heart and I wanna optimize, give people the best chance of making the most of their physical existence while it lasts. So purpose is know your why and have conviction on your why. Next one is pit, embrace the pit. So you make your plan. There's a saying that if you wanna make God laugh, you show him your plan. So you make a plan at first, and the goal is you wanna to stick to that plan, but realize as part of that plan is things are gonna go bad. You're gonna face adversity no matter how hard you try, is you're gonna hit a setback and a failure and um, doubt, worry, all this stuff's gonna come up. It may come up at the start of your journey, it may come up just near the end of your journey. Maybe you take your promotional test and you fail it. Good. That'll make you better prepared for the other one. So it's the pit is part of the path. So it's, it's important to understand that you're going to face adversity. So the first part of the pit, the, the value with it is courage. You need courage to face the darkness. You need courage to embrace the pit. You need to pass through the pit and you must endure the pit in order to reach the peak. If you stop in the pit, you're gonna get stuck. Don't allow the pit to become your grave. For these bigger goals, the pit, most people don't make it, many people don't make it out of the pit because they give up in the pit because they think it's hopeless, they think it's too hard. And a lot of times if you quit in the pit, it becomes a tomb for that goal. So embrace the pit embrace adversity, have the courage to face the darkness. And part of this is when you're planning is anticipate as many things as possible that can go wrong. So you need to not just have this optimistic, overly optimistic, um, rainbows, sunshine, panda bear, happy fruit perspective on the future. You need to realize that things are absolutely gonna come up that are gonna threaten to take you off course. What is a weakness that you absolutely have to be prepared to address? What is um, a contingency that you might have to deal for? What is something that can take you out? And so hopefully you keep the pit in your perspective because as you're planning out your path, you must understand the pit is gonna come up. That's why details matter. When you're making your plan and you have the prize 
be very specific, and hopefully you can navigate a pit that's going to derail your progress. Even if you're the most prepared, something's going to come up that you're going to have to work through. So when that happens, it's not if, when that happens, you need to direct your story, you need to direct your focus, you need to direct... But the biggest thing is um, you don't allow your stories or your emotion or your mind or this emotional pattern to take you out. So there's this powerful tool in the promotion playbook, which is called the situation size up, which just shows how you can get triggered and you start to tell these stories. The stories perpetuate feelings and the feelings then direct drive your behavior. Story, feeling, action. Story, feeling, action. So when you hit this trigger, you're gonna tell this story, you're gonna feel these feelings and your action will be determined by it. So you must direct your focus out of the pit so that you don't end up spiraling downward into this pit and get stuck. The pit can be small. Maybe you're in an assessment center and you get off course because you messed up a scenario and um, you need to dust it off and refocus on the next one. Or maybe you fail the whole assessment center and now you have to wait another three years to your next test. That would derail a lot of people. But if you're committed, if you're convicted, if you're consistent, then it's just an opportunity for you to prepare for three more years for your promotional test. So the final piece is the, the prize. So the key here is celebration. So you reach the prize, you reach the peak. So celebrate, oh, I'm sorry. It's not the prize, it's the peak. So celebrate the peak. You achieve the prize, the prize has been defined, and you reach the summit, you reach the peak, and the key thing here is to celebrate the peak. So on the, on the long scheme of it is that the peak represents that you finally attained the goal that you worked so hard. It's the moment of, of your badge pinning or uh, you know winning the championship ball game or, for me, completing this 100-mile run. Um, or, you, you know, being successful at the goal that you set out to accomplish and you reach the top of this, you stand upon the peak, hopefully surrounded by people that you love and you're looking down on your victory and, and it's just great, beautiful moment. It's important to celebrate that moment because if you don't take time to celebrate it, it just becomes kind of this futile um, chasing after the next thing. So one is that have a plan to celebrate when you get there, but... Don't forget to celebrate your accomplishments along the way. So a big part about celebrating the peak is that realizing ultimately if your goal is challenging you enough, you may get you may get it or you may not. And there's a chance that even if you follow all the strategies and you you focus on your skills, there could still be things that happen that maybe this goal doesn't happen for you. And that should not derail you from life. You need to take time to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, reward yourself, find joy and happiness and celebration and praise and enjoyment and community and fellowship and, and connectedness throughout the process because ultimately you could die on the way to your assessment center. You get hit by a car, you could roll over, you could, stuff happens. So don't get so attached to things having to work out exactly the way that you think, that it ends up causing you more suffering than good. Celebrate 
the peak. Celebration is an absolutely essential piece of life. And so ensure that you're cultivating celebration on a daily, a weekly, a quarterly, a monthly thing. And then hopefully you have this big giant celebration when it comes time to, to achieve your goal and you share it with others and you, um, it's a huge pinnacle experience for your life. And then it can spur the momentum for you to go on to, to live the best life, the career, your fitness, everything else possible. So that's it. That's the summary of the seven strategies. Again, I'm directing a lot of this towards fitness. So when we get into the skills, if I end up sharing more on the seven strategies, you're going to see parallels of how even if you're not actively preparing for a promotional test, you can start to integrate these seven strategies into whatever it is in your life that you're, you're looking to accomplish. One more summary. So if you want um, a visual of this, send me an email. Josh Wells, A-Z at gmail.com. It's like Josh Wells, Arizona at gmail.com. I live in Arizona, so joshwellsaz at gmail.com. And okay, so the seven strategies. First, choose your path. Next is power of proximity. Third is define the prize. Fourth is make your plan. Fifth is find your purpose or know your purpose. Six is embrace the pit. And seven is celebrate the peak. So again, you can find out more in the promotion playbook. There's a story that takes you on that path with the firefighter as he goes on his path to promotional test success. I wish you the best and stay tuned. Thank you.